If you're looking for a new podcast, what are you waiting for? I know there's millions out there, but hey, we got rewinds, interviews, and a whole lot more. It's real simple. Go to your favorite podcast platform of choice, search the Heat Wrestling Podcast. All the versions are going to be there, including this one and a lot more still to come. It's the Heat Wrestling Podcast. Find it today. Coming up on this version of the Heat Wrestling Podcast, we return with the rewind as we pay tribute to leaping Lanny Poffo, the genius, the world's smartest man, as we go back to 1989 Madison Square Garden as the genius will be in action. That's the match. I'm not going to tell you his opponent, but that's the match we're going to cover here on the rewind. Before we get started, big ups to my man Josh Lopez of the Heat Wrestling Podcast, along with the D-double-O, the Director of Operations, Derek Stoughton, as they've reached another milestone for the show, 350 episodes. Congratulations to Josh and Derek. A lot more to come. Hope I can be on that show soon, and I definitely would like Josh and Derek to come on to the Heat Wrestling Podcast and talk shop about wrestling. That's what we do. Follow them, the good brothers. Also, follow... Mike Freeland and the Front Row Material Podcast. They are big supporters of the show. Support them, just like the Hoots Podcast. Support them because they support us. And we're really glad to have you here for the Rewind. It's Madison Square Garden. It's the genius. And my name is Referee Tony S. It's the Heat Wrestling Podcast. Let's get started. I am the genius, Lanny Poffo. That means an awful lot. Not only can I prove I am, but you can't prove I'm not. I speak 11 languages. Escuchen, por favor. Santana comes from Mexico. You hablo más mejor. The French I speak is magnifique. They told me in Paris. My Italian's molto bene. I learned when I was three. I speak Latin, Greek, and Russian, Hebrew, and Portuguese. I speak Swedish and Norwegian, and I'm learning Japanese. Aside from my intelligence, I'm cunning as a rat, and I shall put these attributes to use upon the mat. I remind the competition and every wrestling fan, behold, the genius Lanny Poffo. The world's smartest man. It's the Eat Wrestling Podcast. We're back here on the air. My name is Referee Tony S. Thanks for joining me wherever you may be. Follow me on Twitter at Referee Tony S. The show is at The Heat Pod. And have a question, suggestion, or rewind recommendation. That's The Heat Pod at gmail.com or on all podcast platforms. And if your platform of choice does not have this podcast on it, don't just ask for it. Demand it. We'll make sure we get it on there. Also, I'm going to set this out to our favorite peeps on Podbean and Good Pods, by the way. We're everywhere. Just want to give them a special shout out. Glad to have you here, and really, really want to thank each and every one of you for checking us out here on The Rewind. And normally what we do here on The Rewind for you first-time listeners is we go back in time to a moment match in pro wrestling history, and we are dedicating this one to the life and career of Leaping Lanny Poffo, who tragically passed away a few weeks ago. And Lanny Poffo, of course, you know the brother of the macho man Randy Savage, Started off as Leaping Lanny Poffo, transitioned into what more common fans know as a genius. But I've been able to meet Lanny on a few times. Very sweet and humble gentleman. He will be missed by professional wrestling fans all over the world. Also, it's a key. I keep telling you guys. I keep telling you guys. If you see a convention that's going to be in your area, go. 
Go. Go to those conventions. See your favorite stars. See them. Get an autograph. Take a picture. Converse. Chat with them. You never know. But those are the best conventions. They, they, they are the best investment, really. And I will be part of a convention later on this summer. As a matter of fact, early August, first week of August. More information on that in the weeks and months to come here on the Heat Wrestling Podcast. And I think the Rewind is a nice way to pay tribute uh, to somebody. You know, yes, it's, it is a time to grieve. It is a time to mourn. But it also is a time to look back and remember with fun and kind and warm memories. And we did one for Jay Briscoe. We're definitely going to do one for uh, Leaping Lanny Poffo as well. We did one for Don West earlier uh, as well. You want to check that out in the archives for previous versions. But for this one, we're going to go back. Easy for me to say with me being tongue-tied. We're going to go back to September of 1989. We're going to go back to the world's most famous arena, of course, Madison Square Garden, as the genius. Leaping Lanny Poffo goes one-on-one with the Birdman Coco Beware. Also, if you're able to check this event out in full, it's a very, very diverse but very great electric card here. We're going to go over the other matches here. On this card, the Honky Tonk Man. Actually, it's going to be a, uh, you know, you're going to see some very prominent names here. Specifically because this was still at a time in 1989 where managers were very important. Especially in the needs to, uh, you know, bring out the best in some talents. Some talents just needed managers. Especially at their stage in their career. Uh, We're going to see... Later on in this card, if you're ever able to check it out, the Honky Tonk Man with the Colonel Jimmy Hart. Colonel Jimmy Hart leads the Honky Tonk Man against the Superfly Jimmy Stuka. The genius accompanies Mr. Perfect as he takes on the Red Rooster. Barry Horowitz and Mark Young go one-on-one. Two championship matches on this card as the Ultimate Warrior defends the Intercontinental Championship against Andre the Giant, of course, being led by Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby the Brain Heenan will also be involved in the second championship match as he leads his tag team champions, the Brain Busters, Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson, against Axe and Smash of Demolition. Jimmy Hart returns to lead Greg the Hammer Valentine in his matchup against Rugged Ronnie Garvin. And in the main event, Bobby the Brain Heenan's ravishing Rick Rude takes on Rowdy Roddy Piper. However, the matchup that we are going to rewind will be the first matchup on the night's event as the genius takes on the Birdman Coco Beware. Your announced team will be the duo of Tony Schiavone and Hillbilly Jim. Your ring announcer, of course, Howard Finkel. And we're going to go to September 1989, September 30th, 1989, Madison Square Garden as the genius battles the Birdman Coco Beware. And we are getting everything ready for the rewind, it's going to be a very solid match. I'm going to do my best here. We're going to kick things off in three, two, one. And we're just about set to go with our first event. So let's go up to Howard Pickle. This contest is scheduled for one fall. Coming down the aisle from Downers Grove, Illinois, weighing 252 pounds. You know, Hillbilly, he's always going to have a lot to say. I don't think there's any question about that. Very deliberate about what he does. 
It is the custom for a poem to be read, and I give you the genius. He's got to be the strangest guy in the World Wrestling Federation there, Tony. Whew. Lord, what a weird bird that is. Tonight, it's the genius and Coco beware. A magnificent bird man is he. But why should I talk about him when you people would much rather hear about me? <laughs> and I think he just heard that response. Boy, can't believe it. Thumbs down. Now, Frankie Beware is as cute as can be, while his master is ugly as sin. I think that Manhattan needs much more of me and one heck of a lot less of him. The chorus of boos ring out in Madison Square Garden. As the Fink interviews or introduces the Birdman Coco Beware, a little music error in 1989, but hey, that's what happens. We're live, pal. In Madison Square Garden, this event was taped, recorded for the Madison Square Garden Network as the World Wrestling Federation for, geez, about 20 years at this point, had monthly events or nearly monthly events at Madison Square Garden up until the early part of 1992 before WrestleMania 8. And, of course, uh, one more time, uh, Madison Square Garden Network recorded or actually brought live WWF action in 1997, shortly before WrestleMania 13, which featured The Rock, sorry, Rocky Maivia at the time, defending the Intercontinental Championship against Hunter Hearst Helmsley as the Birdman. And you know what? People could say a lot of things about Coco Beware. They could say a lot of things about him being in the Hall of Fame, but the fact of the matter is Coco Beware does not need a championship belt or did not need a championship belt to have a lasting legacy on this sport. Remember, Especially back in the day, especially 1989, not many athletes of color were featured that prominently on major professional wrestling television in the United States. And Coco Beware, one of the most bell rings, and here we go. Coco Beware, one of the most popular men during the golden era of the WWF as Lanny Poffo getting himself ready and comes to the middle of the ring and extends a left-handed handshake to the Birdman. Yes, me. So Coco gives his sign. Listen to this crowd. And the genius with a cartwheel. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But you know what? It's good. Good tactics. You need to break the momentum. Take the crowd out of the game. Take the crowd out of the match early as possible. It's just like it's just like your favorite sport, whether it be hockey or baseball, basketball. In hockey, you're excited. What are you going to do? Take the momentum out, either with a goal or a big hit or even a penalty. Put your home team on that power play, against that power play. Put that team shorthanded early on. 
Momentum early on in professional wrestling plays a big part. Coco trying to get the crowd back into the game. Color and elbow tie up. And the genius with a weight advantage, height advantage, and now backing Coco into the ropes. And a series of attacks, punches, kicks, sends the Birdman off the ropes, reversal, and a cartwheel again by the genius and got caught with a drop kick. He got caught with a drop kick. Yeah, too many cartwheels there from the genius. Remember, the genius would be managing, actually later on in this event, he'll be managing Mr. Perfect against the Red Rooster. Red Rooster and Mr. Perfect was actually a featured match at SummerSlam 1989 from the Meadowlands in East Netherlands and East Rutherford, New Jersey. I almost said that uh, the genius almost kicked Coco in the nether regions. Genius goes for it. No, genius goes for a monkey flip and got caught by Coco. And a headbutt and whoa. Pafo now out of the ring under the bottom rope to the outside. And again, you could say whatever you want about Coco Beware. He is a Hall of Famer. He definitely is a Hall of Famer. And I'll say this. Check out Coco's work before the WWF. Check out Coco's work in Mid-South Wrestling, Bill Watts, before the national expansion of the UWF, the Universal Wrestling Federation. Check out Coco Beware. People like Coco Beware. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, or in the Mid-South area, Hacksaw Dugan. A solid body of work in the UWF, in Mid-South actually, before being taken to the WWF. As Pafo showing some a little pose down action here, most muscular. Doesn't, uh, doesn't fit to the standard really of either the Ultimate Warrior or Ravishing Rick Rude. They'll be on this card later. But a Greco-Roman knuckle lock, a little test of strength there, and Poffo with the early advantage. That's what you got to do. But you also, to be a good and effective heel, you've got to know when to take the crowd out of the game, but also bring the crowd back into the game. And that's what Poffo is doing right here. Has it clamped on? Here he comes. We talk about the upper body strength, and it takes a lot of not only upper body strength and chest, but the. There you see Tony Schiavone. There you hear Tony Schiavone currently with AEW. AEW, rather. I keep saying AEW because he was also part of WCW before the initial buyout by the WWF. Coco now on his feet. Nice monkey flip. He dug his grandma. You can turn out the kitchen now, boys. He's got the fire on now. <laughs> and Hillbilly Jim definitely brought in as a major commentator, at least maybe for a trial period, but definitely brought in as a commentator for certain Madison Square Garden network live events. Also an event between, with him and Gorilla Monsoon, rather. I thought, I thought Hillbilly Jim did pretty good. Also did some All-American wrestling episodes with Mean Gene Oakland as well. Genius taking a little walk, wants a timeout, again, breaking the momentum. That's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. In baseball, say the sports analogy, in baseball, First inning, the away team gets a couple of batters on early. Next thing you know, it's bases loaded, and you got to get, you got to get back in it. You got to get that support. 
And again, Poffo creating separation under the bottom rope. On the outside, the fans are hating this. They're after the genius. That's remarkable how a guy can promenade around their luck sorts. I'll tell you what. And Poffo again, that's what you got to do. But now the crowd's got to find a reason to get back into it. A little flex right there by Poffo, but too much outside back in. And now Coco with a headbutt. And look out, referee, get out of the way. Coco! And Genius right now is in La La Land. Now, referee almost got sandwiched. Uh oh. Poffo. No! Coco beware, he went for that charge, went for a possible shoulder tackle, maybe even a clothesline, most likely a shoulder tackle. Genius goes out of the way, Coco's shoulder goes into the steel ring post, it doesn't matter if it's skin on steel, steel wins, and again, Poffo now, the genius, being very smart, because now that's an invisible bullseye now on that left arm of Coco Beware. And if that's what you have to do to win the match, that's what you got to do. That's what you got to do. You got to stay on that body part now. Coco a little bit too close to the ropes there, but the genius brings him back to the center of the ring. And now, in a dominant position now against Coco Beware. And now the crowd needs to bring Coco right back into the game. He's got to bring, they got to, they got to bring Coco back. And Coco now showing to the crowd now. That was a good point, especially after he has run that shoulder down. Nope. But again, the genius taking the advantages. Referee not even checking. Official not even, not even checking if there was any alleged impropriety by the genius. The genius's boots, by the way, it says high Q. H-I-Q. Outside goes the Birdman. Again, if you'd like to join in and if you'd like to submit a rewind request, a recommendation, let me know. Heatpod at gmail.com. Theheatpod at gmail.com. Just give me your name and your match. I want to give you proper credit. Library's growing, ladies and gentlemen. And Coco now on the outside now. Fans have got to get with it. This is a very electric crowd tonight. And a lot of people say that the main event is the most important match in the show. Not necessarily. The opening match sets the tempo for the entire event. It not only gives the crowd a sample of what to expect for the rest of the show, it also gives the talent an opportunity to gauge the crowd and see from match to match how they're going to respond for the whole night. You want to be able, when that main event comes in, to get that last big boom. You want the crowd ready for that main event. As a genius now with that, that arm bar now on Coco Beware. You never know, there might be a Mid-South Wrestling Rewind as well. That's possible. Nice arm drag by Coco. But again, that injured shoulder. Taking a lot out of the Birdman. They're in the ropes, so referee needs to get in there. There's a shot at Frankie. Nice little colorful, colorful animal there. 
And again, every victory. A little sachet there. A little strut there. But now Coco got to fight from the ground up. But again, a three-and-a-half or a three-legged table doesn't mean anything to anybody and right now. But now Coco, Coco dangerously in the ropes. That could be considered a rope break there by the official. All Coco needs to do is extend that foot out and either touch the bottom rope or put his foot underneath the rope. And as long as it breaks the plane, that's a rope break. Surprised he didn't do that. But a headbutt there. And now Coco's got to get some separation against Poffo, but showing no stopping. As well he should be. He's got to win that match. Now again. And now Poffo now. Again, going back to what works. The old... The old cliche, dance with what brung you down across that. With a key wrist lock, a little hammer lock actually. Using his feet as a base to trap the arm, drive his whole body weight down into the canvas and put more pressure on that injured shoulder, that injured body part. But now Coco's got to bring the crowd back in and he does with some right hands. A double, but again, stopped right there by Poffo. Picks him up, and Coco slammed. And now the second's going by. Poffo now up and over the top to the apron. Poffo going for high-risk move, somersault, senton, and Coco moved out of the way. He did get Coco, it looked like, in the ribs. But the majority of the impact went to the canvas. Now the crowd's in it. There it goes now. Listen to this crowd. Right hand. Good shot to the stomach. One little time. A clothesline. Yes. And that level the genius. And now Coco now bringing the crowd in again. Takes him off to the ropes. Flying tackle. And down goes the genius. Headbutt. Down he goes again. Coco now, there's that momentum I was talking about. Another headbutt. Genius now trapped in the ropes. Coco goes for an attack, but hot shots himself into the ropes. Cover. Coco kicked out at a two count. Poffo trapped in the ropes. Coco going for an attack and hot shot at himself, clothesline himself on that top rope. Nearly lost the match now. Coco now back on the offensive move. Takes Poffo into the corner, goes for it again! And he, and he gets hit! Coco! Coco went for one high-risk move too many. He left his feet, and Poffo took advantage. Here's your winner, the genius! The genius gets the win, outsmarting the Birdman, he is the world's smartest man. One mistake is all it takes, as my cousin Al Alvarez would say, but Genius has the mic here. Of course. The Genius would like to remark on the wonderful victory that has occurred. Oh, no. Come on, There's 101 ways for skinning a cat, but just one way to feather a bird. Pay attention to me. I'm the Genius. A poet, a wrestler, and more. He's really asking for I'm it here. I'm the wisest man since the world began. A globe. Uh-oh. Yes. Whoa, Coco. Heard enough. He everything he deserves now. 
extracurricular activity or drop kick. This crowd is in it now. Well, there's one to take home, Tony. What a drop kick. Nice drop kick by the Birdman. Too little, too late in the record books. In the record books, it goes as a victory for the genius, Lanny Poffo, the world's smartest man. And also, a win is a win is a win. Madison Square Garden, and here's the replay. Coco setting up the genius into the buckle. Coco leaves his feet, goes for a splash. Jaw hits the buckle. Head hits the ring post. Rolls him up. No tights. One, two, three. And the genius gets the win over the Birdman. Coco Beware as the World Wrestling Federation is invading Madison Square Garden. That's the rewind as the genius gets a pinfall victory over Coco Beware. Two championship matches. Definitely try to find Madison Square Garden September 30th, 1989. Again, this is made as a tribute to the genius Leaping Lanny Poffo, the world's smartest man. Thoughts, prayers, positive vibes go out to his family, friends, and fans. A lot more coming up on the Heat Wrestling Podcast in the very near future. Just want to make a few quick points here before I sign off. Again, thanks for bearing with me. Professional and personal changes are abound here and not going to affect the show. I do want to hear from you guys. I want you guys to be part of the show. Definitely reach out on Twitter at the Heat Pod or via email, theheatpod at gmail.com. I don't really deal in rumors. I don't really like to deal with rumors. I just like to talk to wrestling fans. What keeps them interested? What are you looking forward to? Remember, this is March the 5th. WrestleMania is less than one month away. Can you believe that? Less than one month away from the grandest stage of them all. You know what's going to happen out in Hollywood. Reigns, roads, titles on the line. Hey, for you video game fans, WWE 2K23 is coming out relatively soon. By the way, uh, Tuesday the 14th for those who pre-ordered and Friday the 17th for general release. I definitely pre-ordered. I recently pre-ordered. Hope you guys did as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, playing the game and seeing uh, how it is compared to last year. I think last year was definitely a base model, something that hopefully 2K23 will be able to to pick up on, and you know where to get those ringside reports. I also understand that a whole bunch of ringside reports are going to be coming out uh, this week, actually, uh, in anticipation for the game coming out. A lot is going down, man. And I want to hear from you guys. Overall, when it comes to professional wrestling, I mean, hey, New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Japan Cup is coming. Switchblade Jay White, no longer in New Japan. What's that mean for him? I'm recording this on a Sunday AEW Revolution is later tonight, so this is going to come out, be released after that. So I want to know, what do you guys think of Revolution? What did you think of it? Also, congrats to Johnny Bones Jones, John Jones, the new UFC heavyweight champion, by the way. But I definitely want to know, as professional wrestling fans, what are you looking forward to? Honestly, what are you looking forward to? What makes you happy? What, what, what makes you happy? What makes you interested 
in today's product in professional wrestling, WWE, AEW, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, MLW, your favorite promotion. And again, as I always say, if there's an independent wrestling event in your area, definitely go. Definitely go. You never know what is going to happen. You never know who's going to be there. Hey, you might find tomorrow's stars today at an independent wrestling event in your area. You never know. A lot of fans are, are really stoked about how independent wrestling is going. So I want to definitely hear from you. What are you looking forward to? Also, real life, professionally, personally, what keeps you going? Yes, you can get happy. You can get sad. And it's cool. I'm like that too. But what keeps you going? There's got to be something in your life that keeps you going in life. I want to know what that is. What keeps you motivated day in, day out to keep going, to keep being you? Definitely want to know that. This is real life because, hey, it's all real here on the Heat Wrestling Podcast and I'm definitely glad to be able to share this version with you today. As far as this version of the Heat Wrestling Podcast goes, tribute to Leaping Lanny Poffo on the Rewind. This one is in the history books. Thank you so much for joining me here on this version of the Heat Wrestling Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Referee Tony S. The show is at the Heat Pod. Have a question, suggestion, rerun, recommendation, send it into the Heat Pod at gmail.com. We're on all podcast platforms, including Good Bod Pod, Bean, and Spotify. And if applicable, please leave a four or five star review. It greatly helps benefit the show. And it really, really helps me out personally. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you for checking us out. Have a great, safe, and blessed day, everybody. We'll see you right back here for another version of the Heat Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.